We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Quickly misses a shot. He is now 2 of 11 from three-point range. And Toronto will run out the clock. An impressive performance here in their first game in this NBA Summer League. Taking an 89-79 win over New York. Okay. And we're back. As my wife and daughter are making uh, muffins in the uh, in the old kitchen. All right, so some good, some sass. Um, some good, some bad from the next summer league team and their opener. Um, you know, first rule of summer league: don't overreact to summer league. Uh, second rule of summer league. Uh, don't overreact to summer league uh, is basically what I, what I want to convey to everybody right now. Um, so if there was something you liked, you know, be happy. It's encouraging. It's a nice thing. If there's something you didn't like, don't go crazy. Um, I'm pulling up the box score here. Uh, Harry donor. My God, Harry, you're like clockwork. Thank you so much, Harry. Um, all right, let's uh, let's start overall. Uh, Knicks obviously lose by ten. They lost by ten after hitting, my goodness, seven for forty from three. They shot seventeen point five percent from deep. I do not know what it is about playing the Raptors, but it's not good. Um, you know, let's. I guess we could start at the top. So let's start with Obi Toppin. Um, I was asked on um, Saturday's locker room, um, third rule of summer league: Obi is a beast. <laughs> I like that. Um, I was asked on, on Saturday's locker room, what would I take more seriously if Obi Toppin had a fantastic summer league or if Obi Toppin had a terrible summer league? And uh, my answer was that I would take it more seriously if he had a if he had a terrible summer league. Because I thought if he had a good summer league, um, it's against guys that he should be having a good performance with. 
So in, in light of that, I can't very well sit here now and, and kind of overreact. Well, actually, I could overreact to, to either if I want to, because on the good side, uh, Toppin was from two-point range. He was 8 for 11 from inside the arc. A um, lot of good moves. Um, he definitely looks like a beast. Um, but again, he should be looking like a beast against these kids. He should have, you know, honestly looked like a beast probably a little bit more than he did um, last season. Um, got off to a little bit of a slow start. Obviously came around late. Um, on the downside, he took a lot of threes, only made two for ten. Um, but what I did like about Obi, he kept taking them. Um, kept firing away with confidence. He fired away ten. He only made two. You would like to see him make one or two more. Um, but he was firing it away, uh, I would say, with a with a healthy bit of confidence in his shot. So that's a good sign. Um, who should we talk about next? Should we talk about eh, I'm going to say it quickly because um, I have a feeling there's going to be some some quickly consternation. Uh, A.E. Kennedy, shout out to you in the Super Chat, by the way, would have liked to see McBride run the point some more. Yeah, it seemed like they were splitting the point guard duties pretty evenly between McBride quickly and um, – Vildoza. Um, hey, you know what? Let's talk about quickly now. So quickly, obviously struggled the most. He came on a bit late. Um, he made a couple threes towards the end. He ended up shooting two for 11 from deep. Um, I think he made two of his last three threes or his last two. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but he was five for 17 overall scored 15 points on 17 shots, eight to six, eight assists, six rebounds for a pretty terrible game. Not a bad stat line. Um, that said, he was off from deep for pretty much the entire game. He looked a little out of sorts generally. Um, there was one three that he had wide open. He like took a second to, you know, check the wind, um, and he like bricked it. it. He was it was out of sorts. He, he seemed to find it late, but he was out of sorts for most of the game. I don't I don't care. Uh, I'm not worried. Um, I, I wonder if it maybe got to him a little bit that he's like, okay, this is my chance to show that that I, someone's not happy. This is my chance to show that I could run the point. And maybe that got to him a little bit. Maybe, maybe the pressure was a little too much. Um, I don't know, but whatever. The last guy I'm going to worry about in summer league is Emmanuel quickly because he showed it on the biggest stage last year. He won them games last year. Um, quickly, he's going to be fine. That said, you know, Malachi Flynn was the guy who came out tonight. It was like, oh, that dude is too good to be playing in this game. Um, would you have liked to see Quickly come out and play like that? Sure. Did he? No. Um, so Quickly was a little off. I did think he had some a couple of the nice passes to Jericho Sims. We're going to get to Sims in a second. Um, he had a couple other nice passes, I, you know. Some good, mostly bad. It's fine. Uh, Don Cappuccini, shout out to Don in the summer in the uh, super chat. I was about to say the summer chat, summer super chat. Um, Obi was pretty good. Deuce popped out the most to me on both ends. Very strong for six two. Yes, uh, he definitely showed his strength. We'll get to Deuce in a second. Um, I wonder if Oldoza continues to have minutes like these. They wave him and bring him back on a two way. Uh, I'm going to talk about the two way situation in a bit, but that's not a bad thought. Um, Robert Boy, Vildoza didn't score, but the defense was encouraging. Yeah, I thought, I thought the, my my favorite part about the whole game um, was probably the defense. I thought the defense was, you know, I mean, teams always play hard defense in summer league. So, but I thought they looked organized. Um, 
which is probably more of a testament to Dice Yashimoto than, than anything else. In any case, good defense. Uh, Zolo J, shout out to you in the super chat. Feeling bad for Kevin Knox. Yeah. Let's pour one out for – I'm going to symbolically pour one out for Kevin Knox. Um, you know what? But it's almost like if Kevin Knox came out there and, like, dominated, it's like, okay, he's supposed to dominate. If Kevin Knox came out there and did anything less than dominate, it would be seen as probably – not a not a great sign. I feel bad for him though. I mean, I would have liked for him to get the chance, especially since he wanted it. Um, Robert Cross, shout out to my man Robert. If Sims were a chicken cutlet sandwich, would he have extra mozzarella? Also, did we miss Knox spot up shooting today? Well, I mean, nobody could hit a shot. So just running through some of the individual numbers um, quickly, I said was two for eleven from deep. Quentin Grimes ended up three of eight from deep. I don't know how he was three of eight. It seemed like he missed ten. Um, top in two for ten. Selden missed all three. McBride missed all four. Bill Doza missed all three. Um, yeah, probably would have made a difference. But, again, summer league, the results don't count. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, what kind of chicken color would Jericho Sims be? So let's talk about Mr. Sims. Um, I'm, encur- I'm very encouraged by what we saw from Toppin. Some nice moves inside the arc. All good stuff. The, the, the real takeaway that I'm going to have today is Jericho Sims. So Jericho Sims is a guy – that see this is Jericho Sims is is it makes me think that I don't understand the NBA draft at all because to me the NBA draft once you get past the first I don't know 35 picks 40 picks you're looking for a guy that is going to be an NBA player like if you could get yourself um, a, a guaranteed NBA player after the 40th or 45th pick, I feel like, okay, let me grab that guy. And yet Jericho Sims fell to 58th. Jericho Sims to me, what the hell's going on in there? Um, Jericho Sims to me seems like a guaranteed NBA player. Um, you know, I, I hate to parrot, um, who was that, Frischilla on the broadcast? I think it was Frischilla, um, whoever it was, saying, look, but he's not wrong. If you can catch lobs, you could set good screens on offense and on defense, you could come out, guard the perimeter a little bit and you could go vertical and like do the things that a, a uh, rim protecting center needs to be able to do. Like you could play in the league from what I just saw of Jericho Sims, especially like the footwork on offense, the offensive rebounding, the ability to put back the little baby hook, like that dude seems like a guy who could play 15 minutes for some teams in the league. Um, I get that he's a four-year start or a four-year player at Texas, so he's on the older side. There's obviously there's obviously not a lot of upside there. Um, but again, if you're just looking for an NBA player, if for no other reason that he's going to cost you, you know, no money over the course of the first whatever three four years of his contract, and obviously they just signed him to a two-way deal. So two-way deals last for two years, but if he if he pops in his first year, they can convert that next summer. Getting ahead of ourselves, obviously, uh, they could convert that to a longer-term deal, and they could they could add on three years of a minimum NBA contract if they want. Um, I love what I saw from Jericho Sims. Um, yeah, shout out to Chris Persiainen. He seems like a bit of a steal. Um, and again, I just think it's about. You know, th- there is so much of a de-emphasis on 
on centers in the league today where guys that have the potential to be decent starters or at the very least starters, but maybe decent starters go like if you're, if you have a possibility to be a decent starter and you're a wing or you're a point guard and you have a possibility to be a decent starter, you're going in the top 10. If you're a wing and you have the possibility to be a, a decent starter, you're going in the lottery. If you're a center and you have the possibility to be a decent starter, you might still drop to around the 20th pick. And then there's that trickle-down effect positionally with, okay, if you have a chance to be a decent backup. And I think centers just fall way too far. Um, that's the only reason I can imagine Sims fell this far because I just I don't really get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Let's talk about let's talk about some other stuff. But first, another comment, another two comments in the super chat. Excuse me, uh, the Flying Machine Collective. I always love that name. Obi played a great game, but that three point percentage was awful. Uh, also, I was disappointed with Grimes' lack of aggression off ball and on offense. Yeah, I thought Grimes. Uh, we can talk about Grimes. Uh, Grimes played like a rookie. He played like a guy playing his first NBA game who 
you know, wasn't Scotty Barnes or wasn't one of these high, high pedigree guys. Um, I like Grimes' shooting form. He ended up three for eight from behind the arc. Um, my impression of Grimes is a guy who, if he takes, you know, 18 dribbles all year, uh, I'd be surprised. I think he's going to be asked, just be, whenever you get your time, whether he gets – 100 minutes this year, 300 minutes this year, I don't you know, however many minutes. Just try to be as close of an approximation to Reggie Bullock um, as you can. Because if you could just be that, and then, you know, Grimes' ceiling lies in, can he put the ball on the floor, can he do some stuff inside the arc, that stuff is going to come if it comes two, three years down the line. At this point, you just want to make sure you get an NBA player out of Grimes. And what is that? It's a guy who for 15 minutes a night can space the floor can consistently hit threes um, and uh, play good defense. I, I, in terms of the off-ball, uh, I mean, defense, I, I think he's going to be fine defensively. Again, he's getting adjusted. Uh, Anthony Sixto, fresh cut. Yes, I did get a fresh cut. I did not get a chance to shave yet, um, although I think this is the style now with the short here and then the longer here. So, I don't know. I might rock this out for a little bit and see how it goes. Um I like seeing Obi with minutes to show a wider range of moves. Definitely show the wider range of moves. Uh, some nice post-ups, some nice drives, knocking down some threes would have made it very impressive outing. Here's the thing. If Obi Toppin went um, four for 10 from three instead of two for 10 from three and scored 20 um, and scored 30 points on 21 shots instead of 24 points on 21 shots with eight rebounds, we'd all be collectively losing our shit. So if you want to think about Obi, it, like he was two made threes away from like having like a, a batshit crazy like game. He didn't make the extra two threes. It's fine. Um, but again, I like that he's he's taking them uh, with confidence. That's definitely what you want to see. Do do do. A couple more super chats. Thank you guys. I've, you know, again, I'm selling a broken record. I've said it a few. I said it last season multiple times. I've said it a few times in the off season. I'll say it again now. Um, best fans in the world. You're here sitting with me on a Sunday late afternoon, early evening, um, watching me talk about a game that, that just doesn't count. And that's awe-inspiring. Give yourselves a pat on the back. Logan Bartlett, my man from, uh, from the uh, green rooms. I'm excited to over-extrapolate this game. It just seems like what McBride is going to be able to do will translate to a rotation guy at the minimum. Okay, good. Let's talk about McBride. It was really exciting, by the way, that we got to see – one, two, three, four, five, six guys. Um, and we didn't even get to see uh, uh, Rokas, Jukabitis. We got to see six guys tonight who, you know, could see minutes for the team next year. That's pretty exciting. Um, I thought McBride obviously popped on offense, and I was really impressed with what he did inside the arc. Obviously, he missed all four of his threes, but he had a nice little pull-up J from the mid-range. Uh, looked smooth. Um, I thought he had that really nice finish around the basket, the, the end one that showed his, his finishing ability. Um, and the defense, just the way he absolutely blew up that screen and got out in transition. I mean, defensively, and, th and see, that's why I think out of Grimes or, or, or Deuce, I think if – and I said this on a green room I think a few weeks ago – if you're asking me which one of those guys has a better chance to play as a rookie, I think it's probably going to be McBride because because of his defense, um, and I and which maybe leads us to Vildoza. Um, you know, 
We'll see because Vildoza, we know from a year with Tibbs now, right? We know from a year with Tibbs that you have to have a discernible thing that you can do to earn your time on the court. If you don't do a thing, one thing really well, you're just not going to get time. Is Vildoza going to be a knockdown shooter? You know, I, I don't know. Um, and again, I'm not just, I'm not basing this on eight minutes tonight. I'm basing this on what I've seen of him over watching tape and obviously in the Olympics. Um, can he hold his own on defense? I, I, I thought he looked okay on defense tonight and on offense, you know, he's crafty, he's creative. Um, but, but something that I'm going to be watching now moving forward, something I'll watch in preseason, something obviously I'll watch over the opening weeks of the regular season. When we, when we get there, it'll be here before we know it. This is a, by the way, summer league, I was thinking of it. Summer league is like the, uh, amuse bouche between one season and the next perfect little palate cleanser. Um, Anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to be watching to see does does McBride take over as the third string point guard because whoever the third string point guard for this team is going to be, they're going to get major minutes because they're. I can't imagine they're going to play Kemba in back to backs. Rose, we know Rose is not going to play 82 games. I don't know how many games he's going to play, but he's not going to play 82 games. So the third string point guard, I would argue, is other than maybe you know, the third string center, which we know probably is going to be Taj, although Sims, who knows? Um, that's going to be important because Mitchell Robinson, we don't know where the foot is. But I- I'm going to be watching the third string point guard um, to see to see what happens there. Al Diddy with a comment in the Super Chat. I love that name. IQ doing his best to impersonate Alonso Trier. Hope he doesn't try this next game. Look, I mean, quickly played 37 minutes. Obviously, again, they're trying to get him – experience at the point guard running the show they know as well as um all of us do that quickly is going to be a really really nice player regardless of what position he plays but his ceiling will come if he could eventually elevate his his game not to being a full-time point guard but just being able to do in terms of a ball handler in terms of a playmaker um and y'all have heard me talk about this um over the last you know month or so just do what um, you know uh, Seth Curry did in the playoffs against Atlanta. Just be able to like take a take a several minute stretch where you can just credibly run an offense. And I think they're they're slowly moving him into that role. Um, again, don't overreact to one game quickly. His shot's going to be fine. He drew a really nice and one um, late in the game. That's his bread and butter skill. He's still going to have that. Um, nice lob to Sims. Uh, yeah, don't, don't worry about quickly. Quickly is, quickly is going to be okay. Um, okay. Did we talk, did we talk about, um, did we talk about everybody? I think, um, top end, I really can't be impressed enough about Sims. Six for six from the field, by the way. Um, Grimes quickly, uh, McBride, the other Sims only played two minutes. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to just comment on, uh, Justin Patton and Wayne Selden. Um, Sometimes you see guys play in summer league and you're like, that's why they're not an NBA player. And if you watched Wayne Selden and, and uh, Justin Patton today, you were like, that's why they're not an NBA player. Um, it's fine. Um, Don Cappuccini, Grimes equals New York Nick, Courtney Lee potential. I mean, that would be lovely. Um, I would, I love Courtney Lee. I was always a big fan of Courtney Lee. Again, let's, you know, take it one step at a time. Um, I hope he gets there. Jeremy Chase, 
a lot of IQ hate in this chat. I mean, but it, again, I, I say this before. We do have the best fans in the world, but we also have the most passionate and emotional fans in the world. Uh, I'm not shocked that, that people are, are overreacting to quickly having a bad summer league game, but, you know, it is what it is. He was um, – he already proved himself last year. Uh, we've seen this dude could play and know he's a worker. His J was short tonight, but he'll be fine at summer league. Yeah, I think um, – you know, let's go back to uh, what people were saying about uh, R.J. Barrett in his first summer league game, his first two summer league games, actually. You guys remember those? Um, or for that matter, on the flip side of the coin, uh, Kevin Knox's uh, summer league. Uh, A.E. Kennedy. What's with Selden's minutes? I, I imagine they were kind of caught off guard by the fact that um, Knox had to pull out last minute. That was Knox's starting spot. I imagine Selden was going to be the backup three. They probably and even so, Selden was the 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 starting three, and he only played twenty two minutes. I don't. I think that was just kind of out of necessity. Um, would have liked to see Rokas a little bit. Obi was clearly the captain out there, being vocal on defense. I I, I can't I can't wait to see Obi this year. Um, so just on. Um, on Jokabite, Jok- I'm going to screw up this guy's name so much. Jokabaitis. Uh, after the game, Dice Yasumono, who's coaching the Summer League team, said Rokas is situational and he'll play if there's an opportunity. Um, not a good sign since he has to go back to Barcelona after the third game. So maybe we see him, maybe we don't. Um, okay. I think that's it. We've been talking about a, a game that didn't count for, for 21 minutes. Um, I have a podcast to record with the one and only Jeremy Cohen. Um, so I am, I think, going to get out of here and find out what my – oh, my goodness. If ever anybody needed a, a, good, a good birth control for their significant other, you should sh- – you should make them if you're like a young newly married man you should make your significant other listen to this live stream and it's cheaper than cheaper than condoms. I would know. I just bought some the other day. Condoms are not inexpensive. They they really they get you. Um I think that's it. Oh, oh my goodness. What are you doing? Oh god. Are you making all that noise? You want to smile for the people? Say hi. Smile? Uh, it's a small smile. It's a little smile. Okay. Uh, no, this is not birth control. She, when you see it, see this is a bad idea. Now they're gonna, now they're gonna see this, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, I want one. It's so cute, right? You're so cute." Okay, I'm gonna go record a podcast. <laughs> Wilton, uh, Wilton Moran, uh, shout out to you for contribution to super chat. Uh, you're, you're the best. All of you guys are the best. Thanks for coming and hanging out for a while. And, uh, I will see you Wednesday at, I think some God, God awful hour. I think the game on Wednesday is like 10 30 at night. Is that accurate? I think so. Whatever. I'll see you guys then. And, uh, everybody, uh, be well, stay safe out there. Uh, I'll talk to you later. <laughs>